Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. Jane Pickett of the Island Wood Veterinary Hospital in Newmarket, part of the Mill Street Group, joining me. Good afternoon to you, Jane. Good afternoon, and Patricia. And you're very welcome. Let me get straight into Catherine, who has a problem with a little kitten, five months uh, old, Persian-type kitten. All of her other cats are doing fine. It was a litter of six kittens. But one kitten is just not eating. All the others are eating fine. She's tried everything, chicken, salmon, just seems to be a real fussy eater, is in good form, but eats nothing compared to the other kittens. Why is this? And any suggestions, please? Could it just be a fussy eater? I suppose it could potentially just be a fussy eater. However, I I assume from the sounds of it, the other members of the litter that would have grown up with this particular kitten are are still around by the sounds of it. It'd be very unusual for one out of out of the six to be exceptionally picky. But look, it's it's. It's possible. I would wonder if potentially this sounds like a multi-cat household. There might be a kind of an element of um, kind of hierarchy in who gets to the food. So sometimes in multi-cat households, a lot of them will be fed together. And it might be that this might be kind of the slightly weaker or slightly shyer in temperament kitten. And its its little buddies might be shoving towards the food bowl a bit more at feeding time. And it may be ending up with a little bit less. But if it is really kind of a just fussy in the sense of it, it doesn't want to eat um, whatever it's offered, then that's a little bit more of a concern. Um, I would say that at this stage, at five months of age, it would be highly unusual to be very much kind of refusing food. So I would be very much querying whether there's an underlying health issue or a problem or a source of discomfort, which is stopping this little kitten really thriving. I think particularly considering that the other members of the litter sound like they're doing really, really well. For this little kitten, I would say it needs a trip to the vet for a full health check. I assume by the age of five months, it will probably have had its first initial vaccination. So it's initial inoculations, which can normally happen kind of from nine weeks onwards. So I I assume it's probably had those and and probably had a check with the vet that might have flagged, let's say, any early life issues. But look, things can always change and it's best to double check. So I'd advise a little vet check for this kitten as the first point of call. And once a health issue is ruled out, it may just be trial and error with finding a food that it really likes likes and it settles on but I think the other thing is I'd be tempted 
you know, try a food and settle on it for a wee while. A lot of the time animals and dogs in particular can get particularly cute if they know you'll, you know, try and feed them all of the good snacks to get them to eat anything. Sometimes they can really start holding out and refusing things that are, let's say, uh, not the best cuts of meat or or something that they're just not particularly fond of until until they know you'll kind of give in at your wits end and feed them all the, the exciting human food. So really a complete cat food is the best thing to feed rather than table scraps or, or little chunks of meat because we want that kitten to grow up kind of nice and strong and with a, a good nutritional kind of baseline to help it in that. So I think a visit to the vet initially. Just to check just to check out that there's nothing going wrong. Okay, yeah. somebody has a Jack Russell, just will not take a worm tablet. What are the tips to get a dog to take a worm tablet? Oh, this is a challenge that we encounter every day. Some dogs are absolute ninjas and will just find worm tablets in whatever you stuff them into. It's a real, real challenge. Um, I think some of the ones that I've heard of being really great are kind of in a little bit of cream cheese. So the kind of Primula cream cheese, very small amount. It can be quite rich and fatty, so I wouldn't advise feeding it in any large amounts to a dog. But that can mask it quite well sometimes pate or kind of a meaty pate um, or even the meaty pate spreads can really mask the smell. If it's the texture um, that your dog is kind of worried about, sometimes burying something a little bit more solid. I know um, some kind of like little filled biscuits that you can get for dogs. If they have a little mushy center, ask your vet, they might have some in stock. You can sometimes squish the the worming tablet in there. There are actually little tablet givers on the market which are designed exactly for that purpose. So they're little kind of malleable, moldable um, little balls of treat and they're made specifically for wrapping around medication for particularly fussy eaters. And they have a very, very strong smell. My goodness, you open the packet, and the, the smell of meat hits you. So it masks the smell and it's also quite kind of doughy in texture. So it kind of distracts a little bit from the funny texture of sometimes the tablet. But a thing that might be worth voicing with your vet as well um, will be the type of tablet you're on you know don't suffer in silence let us know if your dog doesn't particularly like that warmer there's usually other brands on the market or other types so there's kind of the old style dusty tablet as a basic option but a lot of the ones we stock now will be these kind of chewy palatable flavoured ones that generally as long as you kind of you know act like nothing's happening they'll they'll accept quite readily but you do get the odd dog that is very suspicious so let your vet know you're having some difficulty don't suffer in silence and maybe ask them if they stock those um, little mouldable treats that you can mould around the tablet okay. um, and try the cream cheese. Maybe. Okay, so, and somebody's wondering about flea treatment for dogs. Does it kill lice or does it prevent lice when you're giving your regular flea treatments? It depends. So it also depends on what product you're using as to whether it will actually treat and or prevent lice. So there's it depends on the ingredient. So a lot of, let's say... Um, the basic flea spot-ons wouldn't actually do anything for lice. Most of them, the most common ingredient is something called fipronil, which generally does fleas and ticks. Um, so it's really important to be aware of what your external parasite treatment covers and discuss that with your vet as regards kind of your pet's lifestyle needs, their exposure factors, and they'll be able to let you know what's best for your pet in that situation and give you good cover. But as regards, let's say, external parasite treatments that would treat for lice um, it would generally be a treatment in the in the same way as prevention so a lot of the time infections are set up because uh, it will become infested with lice from one or two lice hopping on the back and having a little blood meal and they found a nice little warm home where they can set up shot, shop and they reproduce generally when pets are treated with a spot on or a tablet um, parasite prevention 
a part of the, the little chemical will be in their blood. It's very safe for the dog or cat um, as long as it's kind of a licensed product, but it will kill the lice, as it says, when it bites the blood. So you're preventing an infestation by killing off any and lice or fleas that yeah, may hop on. And that's what's so it's kind important. Of a bit of both. And briefly, my Jack Russell is scratching his ear, shaking his head sometimes as if there's something in the ear. I've had a good look in, but I can't see anything. Is this a job for the vet? Yeah, it is. I think this little dude might have some ear irritation, possibly an infection. Sometimes we can get things stuck down the ear, but it's an awful lot more common to have something like ear mites or an ear infection that can be can be bacteria or yeast. So this is one that needs to visit your vet for an investigation. OK, listen, have a lovely week yeah. and we'll chat to you again next Thursday. Thanks for that, Jane. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. That is Jane Peckett of the Island Wood Veterinary Hospital in Newmarket, part of the Mill Street uh, Veterinary Group. Before we go, just a quick few uh, texts uh, in on the smart meters. Heidi says, smart meters are okay, Patricia, but the meter reader loses his job. And we have a lovely man reads our meter. I was talking to him about it a number of years ago when we knew it was coming in. Uh, I agree with you on that, yeah. I I certainly will bemoan the fact that he won't be calling to the house uh, anymore. And then we mentioned about the lady who had the cot and the mattress to give away. Listen to this from uh, PJ. Our daughter's grandmother-in-law, uh, who's 102, oh, well done, she has a cot in her house in Sweden, which is over 100 years old. Every new baby in the family since then has slept therein with a name tag tied to the cot with the new baby's name and date of birth. Oh, what a wonderful tradition. Thank you for sharing that. And that's from uh, PJ. And hi, uh, Patricia, this is from Neil. To the lady who says whenever she's driving about being blinded by the lights, you know, when somebody has the full lights on behind, there's a tab at the bottom of your mirror. If you pull it down, it flips the mirror up and it stops you being dazzled. Thank you for that, uh, Neil. Okay, that's where I leave you for today. Can't get to any more of your texts. Thank you for them all. Nick Richards is with you for the afternoon. Thanks to John Paul for producing, and we will talk to you tomorrow morning at 10. Until then, I'm Patricia Messenger. Very good afternoon. Court today on C103. With John Cusack Insurance's Kinsale, now part of McCarthy Insurance Group. Want great advice? You know who to talk to. CMIG.ie. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.